This is a Federal News Network podcast. Last month, the admiral who was all set to become the Navy's top officer suddenly announced his retirement. At the time, Navy officials said it was because Admiral Bill Moran had shown bad judgment by exchanging emails with a former subordinate who himself had been disciplined for inappropriate behavior. Yesterday, the Pentagon's inspector general issued the findings of its investigation into Moran's action. The report paints a much clearer picture of what led to Admiral Moran's downfall. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu is here to talk about the findings. Well, Jared, somehow email is always at the center of these things, but it it was both the content of the email, I guess secondarily the use of Gmail to communicate with this man. Right. But the communications were of a nature that related to the job from which that official had been removed. Tell us more. That's right. You've zeroed in, I think, Tom, on on really one of the confusing aspects of this in a way, because really there's there's two key findings of this IG report. One was that uh, Admiral Moran improperly used his Gmail account, his personal email account, to conduct official Navy business. Now, that is very clearly a violation of DOD and Navy regulations, but that's not really what got him in trouble. He probably would have been fine if it was just that. The main issue was that he was using these emails to communicate with his former public affairs officer, someone who had, he had had a long, long-standing, almost 10-year relationship with, professional relationship, named Chris Cervello, who had been himself forced to eventually retire from the Navy over allegations of, of sexual misconduct at a Christmas party, a Navy Christmas party back in 2016. And the issue there was this had become a high-profile issue, including with members of Congress who had been monitoring uh, the disposition of, of Chris Cervello's case because there were there were some concerns that he had been protected by senior Navy officials, because Cervello, by the way, also went on to become the public affairs officer for the chief of naval operations, Admiral John Richardson. And Richardson took some four months to eventually remove him from his position after that investigation into the sexual misconduct started. So the issue became the fact that it turned out Admiral Moran had been conducting these Gmail conversations and, and getting advice from Cervello, while at the same time, Admiral Richardson, the chief of naval operations, was assuring Congress and assuring the public that Cervello no longer had any communication with senior Navy officials. He was not involved in the decision-making process at all, even though he was still in the Navy. And it turned out that uh, there was this sort of on the down low, off the books communication where Cervello was, in fact, unbeknownst to anyone except Admiral Moran, advising Admiral Moran on, on very finite details of communications strategy for things like his speeches and, and ways to approach interview requests, things like that. I guess if Moran had used his Gmail to say, hey, how are the kids? Can you come over for a cookout? And what about that new Chevy or something that nobody would have cared about that? But he yeah, that's asked ex- professional questions. That's exactly the point. Yeah. So and Admiral Richardson was asked about this by IG investigators. And and, and his point of view on this was, yes, even though he had been punished and, and and it looks as though this PAO certainly did some things wrong, you know, we believe in redemption and it's okay to continue to carry on a personal relationship on a sort of mentor friendship basis with this person. But if if this person is secretly providing the Navy with official advice and involved in Navy business that's off the books, that's where the problem comes in with a, a pretty serious error in judgment on the part of Admiral Moran. And, and, and back to where you started the conversation, Tom, there was no finding that there was any violation of any particular regulation by 
virtue of the fact that this relationship itself existed, it, the, the IG essentially just agreed with the Secretary of the Navy and the Chief of Naval Operations that this was a, a bad showing of judgment, something Admiral Moran obviously agreed with, too, because he declined the appointment to CNO in a really extraordinary circumstance. I mean, remember, he had already been confirmed by the Senate. He was just set to take on this this new role as as, as Chief of Naval Oper- Naval Operations himself a few weeks uh, uh, after after this all came to light. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. I guess the higher you get on the pyramid, it's the steeper it gets in that sense, that there's just little wiggle room for someone, especially in the Navy, which has had its share of scandals in recent years. It has indeed, and I think that's probably contributed, you know, the, the, the volume of scandals lately, the volume of ethical uh, issues that have surfaced in the Navy SEAL matter and, and a handful of other things have probably, you know, made made senior leadership a lot more sensitive to this sort of thing. But I think it really boils down to the fact that it, you know, it undermined what Admiral Richardson had been telling Congress, that this individual was cut off. And in fact, he was quite the opposite of cut off. He was providing, uh, you know, really detailed input. And then just to return to the the email portion of this, even though that's not really what got Admiral Moran in trouble, you know, it's just very interesting to me that, you know, we, as we've talked about many times over the years, DOD, DISA, the Navy have been working fairly hard to make it easier for senior officials and really people throughout the military services to use their official, uh, you know, dot mil accounts on mobile devices. And it turns out that's still not really possible. Uh, Admiral Moran said that the main reason that he had gotten used to using Gmail was because, you know, when he's traveling, he can connect to public Wi-Fi on it. You can click on links in the body of an email, which you can't do if you're using uh, a dot mil email account. So he had just started using this as a matter of convenience and continued to do so. And not just that, the picture he paints is that this is very common practice, even though it is a violation of regulations throughout the senior ranks of the Navy. And one of the other interesting reasons for that is that he says, you know, when you get that high up in the food chain, there's a lot of your staff that have access to your dot mil email account because they need to take care of a lot of business for you. So if you want to conduct business and, and, and you know, have discrete communications that a whole bunch of staff aren't seeing, you use your Gmail account. You don't use your government email account. And I think the other thing to take away from this report is that this didn't happen two weeks before confirmation. But it really goes back to, well, according to the report, May of, of 2016, when he became the vice CNO, when Moran assumed that job. Yeah, that's right. And even before that, he he acknowledges using the Gmail account pretty extensively when he was traveling around in, in his previous job before that, which was as the chief of naval personnel, which is where he says he developed what he called this bad habit. And the inspector general found that even though he threw himself at the mercy of the court, he eventually took himself out of the running. They really didn't buy the argument, one, the convenience and connectivity, as he called it, with the mobile device. And second, his belief in the power of redemption vis-a-vis Cuviello. Fine, but the IG said, but nevertheless, what we found to be true is nevertheless true. Yeah, if you if you if you violate regulations in the eyes of an inspector general, there's there's not much wiggle room there. They're going to say so, and they're going to say that the Navy should take appropriate action. And that's what they concluded as far as the email stuff goes. I mean, it it is very clearly a violation of regulations. And, and this whole episode, we should say, prompted the Navy itself, the Undersecretary of the Navy specifically, just a few weeks ago, to issue a new memo reminding everyone that if you're conducting official business, it's got to be on an official account. Um, so again, that that is the recommendation. 
that really is the one recommendation out of this report is that senior Navy officials, the Secretary of the Navy, quote unquote, take appropriate action against Admiral Moran. But he is he is now retired. Essentially, it's it's hard to see exactly what's what's going to happen there. And you can almost hear the clicking as lots of Gmail accounts are erased or or archived, never to be seen again, perhaps from other naval personnel. Yeah, I think that's probably what's starting to happen right about now, considering the scrutiny that went on Admiral Moran and the fact that it led to such a sudden downfall for him. I mean, he was certainly a highly respected officer throughout the Navy, had just served a three-year tour as vice CNO, as we said, chief of chief of naval personnel before that. Really, really a spotless record up until that point was a natural choice to become the chief of naval operations after that. But but it, it did set the stage for the Navy to do something new that they've never done before. So, I mean, as, as we've talked about, the replacement Placement after they had to switch gears turned out to be uh, then Vice Admiral, now Admiral Michael Gilday, who had been the commander of Navy Cyber Command, so a cyber officer in charge of the entire Navy now. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, what sort of impact that has on the service. Well, who better to get after BlackBerry and Gmail and mobile device issues? Indeed. We'll see what happens. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.